Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barak alel aşrafu anbiya ve mursalina nebina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve selleme teslima kethira. Ama ba'd. Elhamdülillah ve fadillahi ta'ala we have reached a uh, hadith hadith number 29 from the 40 hadith of Al-Nawi and this is the hadith of Mu'ad ibn Jabal radiallahu anhu قلت يا رسول الله أخبرني بعمل يدخلني الجنة ويبعدني من النار قال لقد سألت عن عظيم وأنه ليسير على من يسره الله تعالى عليه تعبد الله ولا تشرك به شيئا وتقيم الصلاة وتبت الزكاة وتصوم رمضان وتخج البيت ثم قال ألا أدلك على أبواب الخير الصوم الجنة والصدقة تطفئ الخط الجهاد ثم قال ألا أخبرك بملاك ذلك كله قلت بلى يا رسول الله فأخذ بلسانه قال كف عليك هذا قلت يا نبي الله وإنا لمعاقذون بما نتكلم به فقال تخذتك أمك وهل يخب الناس في النار على وجوههم أو قال من أخرهم إلا حصائد ألسنتهم <laughs> the English uh, I said, O Messenger of Allah, tell me about a deed that will get me to paradise and keep me far away from hell. He said, you have asked about a great matter indeed, yet it is quite easy for anyone whom Allah makes it easy for. Worship Allah without joining any party with Him in worship. Establish the prayers. Pay zakah, fast in Ramadan, and make hajj to the house of Allah. Then He said, Shall I not guide you to doors of goodness? Fasting is a shield. Charity extinguishes sin like how water extinguishes fire. And the prayer of a man in the depths of the night. Then He recited, the sides forsake their beds, falling upon their Lord, until he reached for what they wish to do. Then he said, Shall I not inform you of the head of the affair? Its pillar is its uppermost part. I replied, Of course, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, The head of its affair is Islam. Its pillar is the prayer, and its uppermost part is jihad. Then he said, Shall I not inform you about what gives you control over all of that? I said, oh, of course, O Messenger of Allah. He took hold of his tongue and then he said, restrain this. I said, O Prophet of Allah, are we accountable for all that we say? He replied, may your mother lose you. What topples people into the fire upon their faces or upon their noses other than the harvest of their tongues? It was corrected by a term of and so, in explanation to his hadith, Shaykh Alama Ahmed al Najm, rahimahullah, he first discusses he first discusses the speech of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, where he mentions, "Lakul sa'alt, lakul sa'alt an adhim." You've asked about a great affair. And so the Shaykh he mentions, "Anna hadhal amar al-ladhi tas'al anhu al-adhim." Yani, so we understand that this affair that, that you're asking about is one of great magnitude and of great importance and that it is the absolute of 
of, uh, of in terms of its magnitude and its importance. And Sheikh goes on to mention the Anahu Yataratab Alehi Naja al Abd Mina Makhawif Fil Barzak Wa Yom al Qiyama Yalkul Janna Uyibaidu Anil Nar. And so the reason why this affair that was being asked about was so great in its nature is because what it leads to and what is built upon it and what comes from it, from the affair of the individual attaining salvation from the fire or attaining salvation from all of the things that are feared from the barzakh or the fear of that which will occur on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. And so there's no doubt it's a great affair he's asking. Likewise, that is inconsequential of that of, of what he's asking is that the person will enter Jannah. If he adheres to this and be distanced from the fire. And this in reality is sa'ada. This is sa'ada. And this is true happiness. And the opposite of that, what did do and opposite of that is a wretched, is wretchedness, is a wretched existence. And what you find is that a person may be overcome, the self may be overcome in the dunya by way of certain affairs. And so, no doubt, he finds that this affair of wretchedness and hardship overcomes and that's the result of that, a result of a, a life of wretchedness. The second affair that the Shaykh mentions is where the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he mentioned that indeed this is an affair which is easy for the one Allah Ta'ala is easy for. As an old doubt, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He makes us from those that He makes the affair easy for. And that He distances ourselves or distances or distances us from this affair of al usra this affair of difficulty and hardship. And so the first we mentioned when He has Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam responded to this request is that he mentions that you worship Allah Ta'ala and you do not associate anything in partnership with him and no doubt this is a command so this is a command upon adherence to Tawheed and a prohibition of a person being upon shirk whether it be in a small amount or a larger amount. And so this is the basis of Islam, no doubt. Tawheed. It's the basis of Islam. And the central principle affair of the deal of Islam. And this is no doubt that everything is built upon the shahada. Islam is built, you know, the Islam of the individual is built upon his shahada. Of la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. And this is the kalima alati qamat fiha al-khusuma bayna al-anbiya wa umamihim. So this kalima of la ilaha illallah, I the command to worship Allah Ta'ala alone and not associate anything in partnership with Him. This has been the causation of much dispute that occurred between the Anbiya and their nations. And this is why you find the nation, the nations and the people that rejected their Anbiya. They rejected them based upon the kalim of Tawheed. They rejected the Tawheed that they were upon and the Tawheed that they called to. And this is what, this is in effect, the kind of la ilaha illallah. And no doubt this kalima is the same kalima 
التي ينجو بها العبد في المواتم الثلاث and so this kalima of tawheed is the kalima no doubt which brings about salvation for the servants in the free abodes brings about salvation for the servants in the dunya and it brings about salvation how How is a person saved that he's upon Tawheed in the dunya? What's his salvation? In the dunya. It's given life. Yes, but maybe not how you attend it. No. No. There's the there's a barak and he's living now. But if you're talking about this strictly the dunya, because if you have if we're talking about someone that is I has is given life to him by way of him is terms of spiritually, now then no doubt this is something which is directly uh, associated with the akhirah as well. And the barzakh. But if we're talking about just the dunya, that a person upon Tawheed, that is salvation, is, sal- is salvation for him to be upon Tawheed in the dunya. That's his honor and his life. His? His honor and his wealth. Now, it's a protection for his honor, his wealth, and his blood. For no doubt, if the person is a Muslim, then this is an affair of isma, protection, for his honor, his wealth and his blood. And this is no doubt strictly something about the dunya. But no doubt it's an affair of al-najah. It's something which is of salvation. Likewise as well, it brings about salvation for the individual in the barzakh and the akhirah. And it's kalim for tawheed. So it's something which brings about salvation from adab. And it's about the barzakh and adab. In the abode of the akhirah. And the kalim to tawheed causes the individual to enter Jannah. The individual enter Jannah. And this kalim to tawheed, we understand that the Jannah and the Nar was not created except because of it. The kalim to Tawheed is the kalima which separates those that are upright and upon Islam and ultimately those that will enter Jannah from those that will enter the fire. And likewise Allah Ta'ala did not create the dunya or the akhirah except for due to this kalim to Tawheed. It's a matter of Tawheed. And the, the abd, the servant, will not be asked about anything except for the affair of his deen and tawheed. And this is where the question occurs, man rabbuk, yani who is your Lord? And we understand as well that this can to tawheed, the person's mizan, the scales of the individual, will not be weighed heavy except by way of it. And the person will not pass upon this sirat, pass upon that sirat, that bridge, except by the one, except by way of manifesting this affair of Tawheed. Manifesting the commandments of Tawheed. I adhere to the awamir. Adhering to the commands of Allah, being upon the affair of ta'ah, being upon the affair of obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَهِيَ أَسَاسُ الدِّينَ الَّذِي تُقُمْ عَلَيْهِ كُلُّ أَحْكَامُ الدِّينَ فَلَا تُقْبَلَ الْأَعْمَالِ إِلَّا بِذَلِكَ And so it's the asas of the deen. It's the foundation of the deen. In which we understand that actions cannot be accepted except by way of that. 
actions or the person who are being sent except by way of their tawheed. وَكَذَلِكْ شَهَادَةَ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Likewise, the shahada of Muhammad Rasulullah that a person must have yaqeen within the heart, certainty within the heart in that which, in that which they believe in by way of that affair of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam being the messenger of Allah وَإِكْرَارْ بِالْلِسَانِ and that they affirm it upon the tongue. That which, em- that's, that which emanates from their tongue is that they affirm that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is a messenger of Allah. And likewise that which is built upon that from actions in the action of obedience and ibadah. And that the person distances themselves from kufr. And the affair of the tawag, of the of the tahut, the affair of the false deities that I worship other than Allah Taala. Then the third thing, as mentioned here, I mean this narration is that the Nabi alayhi salatu salam mentions what and to establish the prayer. And this is that the person to adiha. That the person, he establishes the prayer and he performs the prayer as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded him to do so. For indeed it is the greatest of the wajibat after tawheed. And likewise it is wajib that the person performs it with their body and their, all of their limbs. Tashtarikufi. All of their limbs. Are all the limbs occur or perform this action, contribute in performing this action of the salah, al lisan, wal qalb, wasal jawarih. Kullaha tashtariku fiha. And so you find that the tongue, the heart, and all of the limbs, all of them have some form. Of contribution to performing these, this action of salah. And as we mentioned previously when we were discussing this word in Iqamatul Salah, I establishing the prayer. And why it's mentioned within the text, within the Qutah and the Sunnah, that they established the prayer due to the fact. That establishing a prayer is not merely performing the action of the salah, not merely bowing, standing, bowing, prostrating. However, establishing the prayer is comprehensive of a few affairs. Establishing the prayer, as we understand, is that the individual adheres to the, the narration of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, where he stated, "Sallu kama ra'aytumuni asalli." Pray as you see me pray. Pray as you've seen me pray. Likewise, the individual that is truly establishing the salah, he will establish the salah in its correct time. He does not pray just as in just whenever he wishes to do so, based on when he desires to do so. As Allah Taala states, in the salata kitabun Indeed, the salah has been prescribed and legislated upon the believers at its appointed times. Likewise, from the one that establishes the prayer is that he establishes the prayer upon khushur. That he establishes the prayer whilst his heart is present within that salah. <coughs> and he has the tranquility within his own self and humility within his own self whilst praying. Likewise, from establishing the salah, is that the individual prays <coughs> from the men? He seeks to pray his faraid, the salat al farida, in the jama'ah. He prays the salat al farida in the jama'ah. And so, this is what is understood from this command to establish the prayer within the ayat and within the ahadith. 
Thereafter, within this hadith, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, وَتُؤْتِي الزَّكَاةِ وَتُؤْتِي الزَّكَاةِ And that the person gives the zakat. And no doubt the giving of the zakat is a means of purification of oneself as well as purification of one's wealth. And in relation to the tafasil of that, I, when it comes to the detail, then this is something which is known amongst the fuqaha. As ahkam are known and mentioned amongst the fuqaha. And that zakah can occur when it comes to the seeds which are harvested. So zakah can be paid upon seeds which are harvested. Cattle, either ibn, the bakr or ghanam. So from the cattle referring to the camels, the cows, the sheep and the goats. As well as paying zakah upon the dhahab of fiddah. Paying zakah upon the dhahab wal fiddah. They paid zakat upon the gold and the silver. <coughs> and thereafter, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the narration, وَتَسُومُ الرَّمَضَانِ to fast Ramadan. And that the person, he fasts month of Ramadan. He fasts his month of Ramadan. And he fasts his month of Ramadan, no doubt, ابْتِثَالًا لِلنَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم adhering to the command of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and also the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, from the uppermost goals and the uppermost uh, aim that a person should have in terms of the fast is that by way of that fast they attain taqwa. As Allah ta'ala states, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala alladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon that all you who believe Indeed, the fast is made and prescribed upon you, just has been prescribed upon those that came before you, so that you may attain by way of it piety. And thus, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he goes on to mention, وَتَحُجُّ bait To perform hajj, the way to haram, by Makkah. And this is understood that the person performs the Hajj once within their life. مَرَّةٌ فِي عُمْرِهِ وَالصِّيَامُ وَاجِبٌ سَنَمٌ And as for the fasting, then this is a yearly obligation. So the Hajj is a lifetime obligation. I once, the person first performed the Hajj once and they fulfilled, they fulfilled the obligation of that lifetime. Whilst when it comes to the affair of the fasting, then this is an obligation which comes around each year. And thereafter, the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentions, Allah adullak, Allah abawabi khair. And shall I not inform you to the doors of good and the gates towards good? And so these were the affairs in which he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, directed Mu'adh ibn Jabal to. And thereafter, he was referring to the Nawafil. So thereafter, he was referring to the Nawafil, the Nawafil affairs, which the Abd may do after the Fara'id. So initially, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions the obligations, the fara'id. Thereafter, he goes on to mention some of the nawafil, the voluntary actions. And so he mentions the sawmujun, that the sawm, the fasting, is a shoot. إِذَا سُمْتَ فَإِنَّ السَّوْمِ يَكُونَ لَكْ جُنَّةٌ يَمْنَعَكْ مِنْ كَثِيرٌ عَمَالَ سِيَّارٍ and so the first thing is understood to be assured. Why? Because if you were to fast, if a person is to fast, then it prevents you, it's assured, I prevent you from many evil actions. 
Because all we understand from this is the threat of fasting. Either the one that is seeking to perfect their fasts and fast in a correct manner. Then the individual, when fasting, he will not only leave off his food and his drink, but he will leave off evil actions as well. So upon that command of fasting and upon that the, the manner of a person fasting in the, in the way which is mashru, I seek to fast in a manner which is legislated, then it causes him directly to leave off the things which are disliked, the things which are evil from the actions. And so hence why the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he mentioned, in the narration, man lam yada' qawlu zuhr wa'amlu bihi laysa lillahi hajatun an yada' ta'amu shahr That whoever does not leave a full speech, I refer to the fasting individual, whoever does not leave a full speech, an action upon it, then Allah does not require for him to leave off his food and his drink. I hate the fact that the person may leave off the food and the drink, then he has not completed the fast in the, in the best of ways. Because as, as Ahlul Ilm they mentioned in relation to the fasting, then the fasting is of two types, or the ifta, or the, or the muftarat, rather, of two types. The things that break the fast are of two types. You have things that break the fast which are referred to as hissiyan, and things that break the fast, ma'nawiyan. So you have things that break the fast literally, and they literally break the fast, meaning that if you were to Break the fast using one of any of these things, then you'd have to make up that fast if you're if you referring to the obligatory fast, for example. And then we have the things that break the fast, the yani, the things that break the fast, yani, in theory or metaphorically. And in relation to these things, then this nullifies the, com- the completion or the perfection of a person's fast. So the things that literally break a person's fast would be, for example, eating or drinking. Or having marital relations, sexual relations. These things will break the person's fast, literally. As for the things that may break a person's fast, then this is referring to things, for example, evil speech. Ghiba, backbiting. Lying and the likes of that. Acting upon any evil speech. Now this is regarded as being something that doesn't break the person's fast in totality, doesn't render the fast null and void, but however, it has rendered that fast deficient. So now when we say that the fast is a shield, is when the person is seeking to fast in the best way possible, in a manner which is mashroor, in a manner which is legislated, then it provides and it provides itself as a shield for that individual. Thereafter, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned was salaka tutfi al khati'ah. And the salaka, I give in charity, extinguishes the evil deeds. And the intent here is mentioned by the Shaykh as a salaka, a tatawa'iyah. So it's a salaka. Of the tawah, i.e. the sadaqah which is given, which is uh, an extra amount of sadaqah. And the sadaqah which is not wajib, that it distinguishes, extinguishes the evil deeds. Just as you find the water extinguishes the fire. And so, this was the method, this is the example that was given by the Messenger of Allah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That He compared The evil act to the fire And the evil act to the fire Whatever form it was Whatever form it was for these evil acts And he compared it to the fire Why? Because these evil acts Are acts which Lead a person to the fire in reality And the fire of Jahannam and likewise, we find that the sadaqah puts out that fire. And this is the person from the heat of that fire. 
And thereafter, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu mentioned, وَالصَّلَاةُ الرَّجُلُ مِجَوْفِ And a man that prays in the middle of the night. That the one that prays in the middle of the night extinguishes the ghadab of his Lord, extinguishes the anger of his Lord. And rather, it brings about his pleasure. And thereafter, the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu mentions the ayah, as well as the sajda, sajafa junubuhum an madaja yada'una rabbuhum khawfan wa tama'an mimma razaqanahum yunfikum wa la ta'lam nafsan ma ukhfiya lahum min khuryata a'yun jaza'am bima kanu ya'manun And so, the Shaykh, or Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, rather, he mentions the ayah that they forsake their beds to call upon their Lord, fearing Him and, and having desire, longing for Him, for that which we provided for them and they spend with Him. And the nafs is not, is not aware of that which is concealed from him, from that which is the coolness of the eyes, of the reward as a result of that which they do. And so after the message of Allah وسلم, in the narration, he mentions the nawafil and the nawafil actions which extinguish the heat of evil deeds and bring about and necessitate the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the pleasure of Ar-Rahman. Thereafter, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu goes on to ask, Shall I not inform you of the head of the affair, its pillar and the uppermost affair? And then they, he stated, Bala ya Rasulullah. Yes, O Messenger of Allah, rather, yes, O Messenger of Allah, inform us. And so the Nabi mentions the head of the affairs of Islam. Just as it said, the Ra's al Mal, the Ra's al Mal, Ida Da'a, Da'a al Mal Ajma. And so it's referring to, or it's, it's a, you can compare it to what is referred to as the Ra's al Mal. The Ra's al Mal essentially is your capital, the wealth that you have. And so if you lose your capital, your Ra's al Mal, then you lose everything. You have no wealth. Naam. Because the Ras al-Mal is, if you're talking about in terms of financially, this is the capital that you use in order to gain profit. If there's no initial capital, there's no such thing as profit. You can't gain profit. So if you, leave, if you lose the Ras al-Mal, if you lose the capital wealth, then absolutely you're not going to have any profit. In reality, you're going to have no wealth. And so here is a comparison in relation to the Ra's of the Amr, the, the head of the affair, the affair of deen, the affair of ibadah, the affair of hayat, of, 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 of our hayat in our lives, is Islam. That if you don't have Islam, then you don't have anything. If you don't have Islam, you don't have anything. And a person is in a, in a state of loss in reality. And... Thereafter, the Turk was to mention. So, upon you is to be steadfast and mindful and safeguard the head of the affair, which is Islam. So that by way of that, you maintain your deen and maintain that which you are upon. From anything that may render it to be deficient. 
you maintain oneself. And that a person, no doubt he is well aware, he seems to be well aware and steadfast in order to maintain that, that affair of deen and keep it where it is. And he's steadfast in that regard. And that he increases and encourages himself and he draws himself towards the actions that may increase in Iman. Fearing that his Iman may decrease. For no doubt, if, if it's a case that his man may decrease, he fears that his man, his man may decrease to the extent that it goes in totality. Thereafter, the Messenger of Allah mentioned what Amud was Salah. And his pillar is a Salah. That the Salah is the pillar of Islam. And so, just as you find that there is that central pillar that may hold up a tent. If that breaks, that central pillar, then the whole tent will come down and break. It's the salah is the same. A person cannot suffice with doing all of the other actions of ibadah whilst leaving off the salah. A person cannot suffice and believe that his deen may be upright and he may be a person of istiqama and adhere to istiqama whilst he leaves off the salah. And so thus this is the reality. And thereafter as mentioned, and the uppermost affair is the jihad. And when it's mentioned jihad, then no doubt jihad is in order to attain the greatest of goals. And by way of leaving it off, we And by way of leaving off this affair of jihad, what may occur from it is an affair of humiliation, degradation, the added Islam, the people, the Muslims. And it's a so well كثير من الناس أن الجهاد واجب عليه فيركي بنفسه إلى تحلق بأن يذهب إلى أماكن بعيدة ويعرض نفسه فيها لتلف علما بأن الجهاد محمود هو جهاد منظم الذي يقوم على شروط أنا نبدأ الشيء بوضن تمشن that some individuals have the perception, and they have many people that have the perception that an action, a particular action of jihad is an obligation upon him. And so he throws himself, he flings himself into a scenario of destruction by way of going to a particular land, or going to far off places, presenting himself in order to present himself for something where he may be destroyed and wasted away. And this is due to the fact that he has knowledge that he, uh, jihad itself is something which is mahmood. Jihad itself is something which is praiseworthy. And But the jihad that is praiseworthy is a jihad which is monadham, and something which is organized. Something which is upon its particular conditions. It fulfills those conditions. And not just the fact that the person hears this word and follows the aswat, the voice of the people, upon jahil, upon ignorance. And so, he goes to mention, وَقَدْ أَخْبَرَنَا وَقَدْ أَخْبَرَنَا اللَّهِ عَزَوَ جَلَ عَنَّا قَوْمًا مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ لَمَّا أَرَادُوا الْجِهَادِ قَالُوا لِنَبِيِّهِمْ إِبْعَفْ لَنَا مَلِكًا نُقَاتِلُ فِي سِبِيلِ اللَّهِ إِبْعَفْ لَنَا مَلِكًا نُقَاتِلُ فِي سِبِيلِ اللَّهِ And so when you find that there was a, the people amongst Israel, 
And they wanted to fight this jihad and they said, send for us a malik. Send for us an angel so we may fight for the sake of the Allah. فَلَوْ كَانَ جِهَادَ الْفَرْدِ نَافِعًا لَمَحْتَاجُ إِلَى هَذَا And so if it was that the person, an individual jihad, the person going off individually and doing whatever they want individually, was something which was beneficial, then, no doubt, they would have not needed to make this particular request. And so no doubt, this uh, speech here from Sheikh uh, is a clear indication and refutation as well of those attacks that you see done by people what they call them the lone wolf attacks where a person may go of his own volition and seek to cause destruction in particular uh, in particular places particular location and he will say that he's doing this yani jihad and fizibidillah he's by himself and there's no nidam, there's no system, there's no organization he's taking his action upon himself no doubt this is not how this action is done that's the first thing of course the manner in which he does it as well is haram the manner in which he kills innocent people is haram Intihar al-nafs, killing oneself in suicide, actually intihar, qatil al-nafs, it's haram. I know that this is something which we are well aware of. But then even in the manner which he does it, I hear him going by himself, something which is mukhalif of the haq, but opposes the haq anyway. And so that's the same thing goes on to mention. ولكن لما كان الجهاد لا يصح إلا بأن يؤتي به على وجه المطلوب وعظم شرط فيه وجود القيادة فأخبرنا الله أن ذلك النبي قال لهم إن الله قد بعث لكم طالوت ملكا And so From these conditions, and the greatest of the conditions that need to be fulfilled in this affair, is that there is leadership. There is leadership in this when this occurs. And so it's not that just a person, again, goes of their, of their own accord and seeks this affair, seeks this affair of jihad. And so, Allah Ta'ala informs us within the same within the same ayah or the, the, the ayah following. That indeed Allah has sent to you Talut as an, as the angel. I said to you. I Talut sent as the leader to lead you in this regard. And so Shaykh he goes into mention Fajahidu Ma'u. And so perform this action of jihad ma'ahu. And so then, by way of this, the ibtila, this, this uh, trial that they faced, fell and was removed from them. To the extent that there was only a small amount that was left. That Allah Ta'ala to remain in order to just give victory to his deen. Allah gave them victory and gave them the victory over the enemy. And so this is the really the true manner when we refer to jihad. And that jihad is musharat, it has conditions. And these conditions are conditions that are based upon having leaders. That you have jihad amongst you, have a leader amongst you. فَإِذَا فَعَلْتَ وَجَبَ عَلَى كُلِّ قَادِرٍ يَبْذُ نَفْسَهُ لِجِهَافِ And if this is the case, that all conditions are truly, are truly met, then it's upon the individual that exerts himself and he strives 
in order to, to fight in the way of Allah, fight jihad in the way of Allah. فَإِذَا حَصَلَ ذَلِكْ فَالسُنَّةَ أَنْ يَبْقَى نِصْفُ الْقَوْمِ وَيَذْحَبْ نِصْفُهُمْ And then if this occurs, you have the, the, the leader and he gives that command. Then from the sunnah is that half of the people stay and half of the people go. فَإِنْتَهَوْ مِنْ حَادَ الْغَزُوْ وَجَاءَ عَامْ آخَرُ وَتَحَبُّ وَتَأْنَامْ وَتَأَحَبُ لِلْغَزُوْ مَرَّةٌ أُخْرَى ذهب الجماعة الذين بقوا في السنة في سنة الأولى للغزوة للغزو. and so if that battle comes to an end and then it comes to a time where it's another another year occurs another battle is coming then the individuals that stayed behind previously they would go to fight at that point نعم نعم وقاد الذين ذهبوا and those that went previously, they would remain. So you find that this is an affair of shurut and conditions and ahkam. And it's not something that the people just do of their own actions. And they do of their, based upon their own jahl, their own ignorance. Rather, there are rulings upon this. And there are rulings in this, in this regard. Thereafter, It's mentioned Allah of Birak, Imanaki Larikakul. And thereafter, Nabi alayhi salatu salam, he mentioned that should I not inform you that which will aid you in all of this, or that which will aid you in performing all of this. And so thereafter, he took hold of his tongue alayhi salatu salam. And he said, Kuf alayhi I restrain this, I restrain the tongue. In So do not be plentiful in speech that does not benefit. Rather, restrain the tongue, restrain the tongue. Restrain the tongue except in that which is good. For example, the Qur'an Quran. You citation of Quran, you just come from recitation of Quran. And when it comes to the affair of memorizing and revising ilm in the beneficial knowledge, ilm al-deen. And enjoying the good and forbidding the evil. According to Allah, according to Islam. And so beware of doing more or falling into more I by way of speech or for, by way of speech rather that is not befitting and to the fact that there's, there's, there's a lot of speech and thereafter he mentioned, Ya Nabi Allah, wa inna ma lam aafidhun bima matakallum bihi. Faqal, thakalataka ummuk. Hadi kalima kanu kathiran. Ma yad'oon biha, wa la yuridun biha addu'a. Ay, faqatka ummuka ya fulan. Any when a person mentions, they, 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 they someone's mother, lose you. Then this is a kind of that was was a word a speech that was widespread and mentioned at this particular time. However, it's not regarded as being a dua. It was not regarded as being a dua. It was not a dua against an individual. And so, now. There are there are 
في أمه الحاوية أي أم الرأسه ومنها قوله تعالى أفمن يتقي بوجهه سوء العذاب And so thereafter he mentions in the affair of the tongue and that the one that lets the tongue free and from the evil effects of the tongue is that it may cause a person to fall within the fire and that this affair occurs the falling in the fire is where by way of the head of the, of the servant the head of the, of the slave of Allah he falls by way of his head and upon his face And there are many ayat that mention this affair. For example, for Umm Buhawiyah, the Umm Ratsuhi, the head falls within the fire. And likewise, the one mentioned, does he not fear? For his face, the evil punishment. We ask Allah Ta'ala to protect us from that. And the, first, the face is the first thing that will reach this affair of the punishment. And so here is in mentioning the affair of the tongue. The affair of the tongue is one that may cause the person to enter the fire by way of speech and his speech which is harmful speech which is harmful which may cause the individual to enter the fire and we ask Allah Ta'ala that he protects us from this and protects us from anything which is yanbari I say anything from the, from this from speech. Naam upon our tongues. Tells us from any speech except that it be speech of good. And Allah Ta'ala bless. And that concludes this particular explanation of this hadith. Barakallahu fikum. Wa jazakumahu khaira. And inshallah in the next lesson we'll continue with the next hadith. Wallahu Ta'ala a'lam. وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم